everybody. I'm Jen Garrett, internationally recognized branding consultant, attorney, and best-selling author of the books, Move the Ball and Dominate the Game. My passion for football, high achievement, and pushing boundaries has helped me to get into rooms with pro athletes and power players and to move the ball in multiple male-dominated industries. Now, I'm using the same Move the Ball methodology to help thousands of people dominate their game when it comes to their brands, their careers, and creating opportunities. Join me in conversations that will elevate your career, differentiate your hustle, and accelerate you crossing the goal line. Get ready. It's time to suit up, to show up, and to move the ball. Hello, and thanks for joining me for today's episode. As always, I'm glad to have you here with me. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. And if you're a seasoned baller who's been a part of this movement for quite some time, welcome back. Of course, there are a few things I want to mention to start off. First, if you haven't already done so, be sure that you hit that follow button wherever you are listening to the show at. There are some great episodes coming up and you don't want to miss them. Also, be sure to share the show with some others too. Now, one other thing that would be helpful for me is if you like the show, please also leave a review and let me know what you think. Now, time and time again on the show, I've said that I'm on a mission to help you get stuff done and make things happen. It's not just about moving the ball. It's about dominating and excelling in everything that you do. After all, the game is yours to conquer. If you've listened to some of the prior episodes this season, one of the questions I've asked a few of my NFL player guests has been, how have they transitioned into different organizations successfully? And what I wanted to do on today's episode is cover a topic that resonates with many of us, that being career transitions and pivots. Whether you're considering a shift within your current industry or contemplating an entirely new field, this episode is packed with insights to help you navigate this exciting and challenging journey. So why did I choose this as today's topic? Well, in my business, as many of you know, I work with a lot of career professionals and pro athletes on their brands and their career objectives. And for a number of them, that involves making a career transition. Prior to last season of the show, I got some feedback from people saying how it would be great for me to incorporate more solo episodes into the podcast where I'm just sharing my background and experience on relevant topics. And so I started doing that in season four. I got really, really great feedback from people about those episodes and how I should continue to do more of that. And so here we are. I wanted to take today's show as an opportunity to really provide some guidance on how you can make a successful transition, again, whether it be within the same industry or moving to a completely different field. So it's a topic that I thought was relevant and A lot of you know that I have seven degrees. I've worked in big Fortune 50 companies. I've been in multiple male-dominated industries. I've pivoted as an entrepreneur, built a globally known brand in the sports industry. And I've also had a successful career as a military officer and also as a realtor. So I've done quite a bit of different things and I've made pivots and transitions. And so I just want to pass on some tips and strategies onto you that I thought would be helpful. And if you know someone who is thinking about making a career move or a change, I'd encourage you to share this episode with them too. So I want to set the stage here for the things that you're going to hear me cover on this episode. I'm going to break the content for this show into three main areas. Number one is about self-assessment. Number two is about transferable skills. And three, we'll talk about networking during transitions and navigating the process effectively. 
you've heard me use this networking term quite a bit on this show, and it is so important. I truly believe that. And yes, I'm going to, again, emphasize it here as it applies to transitions as well. Before I get into all of that, though, I just want to mention a few other things. Since I shared that I've been doing solo episodes, I wanted to make sure you were aware, if you didn't know already, of a few solo shows that I released last season that I think you might find helpful as well. As an example, one of those is there's a show on how to network like a pro. Yep, there's that networking thing again. There's also a two-part series where I share strategies and things that I did to navigate and accelerate my career so that I could be in Fortune 50 senior leadership positions while I was in my 20s. So I was in my 20s in these roles. My peers were in their 40s, 50s, sometimes 60s. So there were things that I felt like I did really well in my career to set myself apart so that I could navigate up that career ladder fairly quickly. And so I passed those on to you or some of those things in those episodes. Now, during this past off season for the show, I also released an episode on 10 ways that you can be more productive, which we all know is very important. I mean, who wants to feel or who doesn't want to feel like they're not getting more done each day? As you've heard me talk about with guests on the show, and I've also written about it in my Dominate the Game book, we have to effectively manage our game clock and those 24 hours that we've been given each day. So the tips that I share on that episode, when done consistently, keyword consistently, will help you to be more productive and get more of the right things done on a daily basis. Again, it's not just about doing things for doing things sake. It's about doing the right things and getting more of them done. So that's another episode that you should check out. Now, what I could have done is I could have done something that I did in prior episodes to make it easy on you to access these shows that I've just talked about. What I could have done is I could drop all of the links to these episodes in the show notes. But I'm not going to do that because then it makes the show notes very lengthy, for one. And instead, I got a better way to do it. I have put a link in the show notes to a webpage called The Next First Down, where you will not only find these podcasts that I just talked about, but that link is also going to give you access to a variety of other videos and additional content that are all designed to help you crush it when it comes to your career by setting yourself apart from your competition. That's very important. And get this, the best part about that website is it's all free. And I'm not asking you for your email, your name, your contact information, nothing. It's just there to provide you with valuable information to help you on your career journey. And if you like what you see, then there is an opportunity on the site for you to join my newsletter to get more if you want to. But it's there if you want it. If not, that's okay. Look, I'm here to provide you with value. If you find the content on the site, something that resonates you and you want to get more from me in your inbox, then great. Sign up for that newsletter. But again, if not, no big deal either. The site was designed to help you move the ball. And I just want you to get out of it what you think would be helpful. So all you have to do is go to thenextfirstdown.com and you can check it all out. And yep, again, there's a link in the show notes that will take you there. All right, let's get into today's topic. So we're talking about career transitions and pivoting, whether in the same industry or looking in a completely different area. To do that, the first thing that I want to talk to you about is self-assessment. I mean, before embarking on any career transition, it's crucial to take a step back and conduct a thorough self-assessment. Being aware and doing this honest assessment is very, very important. It's key, really it is. And this involves understanding your skills, your interests, and your values. So those three things. And let me dive into a few strategies to guide you through this process. 
First, you need to assess your skills. So what I want you to do is take inventory of both your hard skills, such as technical abilities, your capabilities, your expertise, but also very important, you need to assess your soft skills like communication, leadership, and problem solving. You should also be reflecting on your achievements and identify patterns of success. Those things are all going to be very helpful as you pull together your story. And I'll talk about that here in just a minute. Also, in my Dominate the Game book, there is a chapter called What Color is Your Jersey? And this is all about understanding who you are and what you bring to the table. So if you're looking for a new book to read, that might be one that you want to pick up as well. Also in this part of assessment and assessing your background and your capabilities, the skills is the first piece. But the next part is what I call the interest exploration piece. And this one is important. It might come as a surprise that I get quite a few people reaching out to me who want to make a career transition, but they aren't really sure of what they want to do. Like they know they want to go in a different direction. They just don't know what that thing is. And these people are not early career professionals. Most of them are people who they've done great things in their career. They're seasoned professionals. They're experienced executives. And they're just people who are looking to pivot. And so when you're looking at at making a pivot, you need to know what is it that you want to do, and that thing should be aligned with what your interests are. So you need to understand what are the things that you're interested in, what aspects of your current or past roles have really excited you, what activities do you find fulfilling outside of work? Like these things and putting a critical lens on looking at your past and what you're interested in will really help you and provide valuable clues towards potential career paths and next chapters that align with your passions and what you want to do. And I think this is important because when I work with people, for me, it's super, super, super big of a deal for me to make sure that I'm helping people to move into roles and careers that really excite them. If you've listened to the show before, you've probably heard one of my guests talk about how they didn't think they could achieve the level of success that they've had and whatnot, and how people can really become anything when they stick with it. And they'll provide words of encouragement to listeners to stick with the things that you're really passionate about and that you want to do. And for me, my goal when I work with people and my clients is helping them to be in those roles, in those career fields that they are really, really passionate about. It's not just about settling for any old job. No, 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 no. Life is way too short to be working in a position that doesn't excite or challenge you. I truly believe that we all should be doing things that we're super excited to wake up in the morning to do and your passion is going to fuel you, then you shouldn't wake up looking at life like, oh, I got to go to work. I don't want to be here. I've been in a role like that. It is not fun. And so I am very passionate about helping people to not have that experience and to make sure that as they are looking to progress in their career and transition and pivot, they're doing things that align with their interests. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is reflecting on your values. This all, again, ties into the self-assessment piece. So I want you to consider the principles and the beliefs that are most important to you. I want you to think about, are you driven by a desire for creativity, for social impact? Is work-life balance a big thing for you? Like You need to understand your core values because that's what's going to guide you towards a career that aligns with your priorities, with your passions, et cetera. So That is also very important. And I think something many people have come to realize since COVID is the importance of not being a slave to your employer, that life is short, that there needs to be balance, and the role that you're in needs to be one that you find fulfilling and that is consistent with your core values. 
Now that in itself isn't something new. Like that's been around forever. Like we know that, but I think COVID was really the thing that got more and more people focused on this being a priority. And it wasn't just about having a job. It was about saying, hey, I'm not gonna stand for a role that isn't in alignment with what I prioritize in my life and what I value. And so what I hope you take away from this is if you are looking at making a career change and a pivot, make sure you're doing one or you're pursuing one that really aligns with who you are, what you believe in, with what your interests are. And it's going to be a great next chapter for you when you do that. Because if you don't, then you're going to be in the same place that you were. So meaning you need to have a good understanding of where you want to go so that you can pursue and be on the path to achieving that. If you don't have that clarity and understanding, as you look to pivot, you might end up transitioning into areas that you don't enjoy. And then you're right back at square one looking for the next thing. And you're going to rinse and repeat the same cycle that you don't necessarily want to do and you're just wasting time and you're going to be unhappy in that role because there isn't that alignment. So make sure you take some time to really go through and do an evaluation and an assessment of your skills and capabilities, both the hard and soft ones, as well as identify your interests and your core values. Do not rush through this. That is so important. And it sounds simple and basic. And yeah, it is. It is a basic step. And we're getting back to the basics here, the fundamentals. These are things that people don't think about and they don't spend time on. And when you set yourself up with a strong foundation that is built upon the basics, then that's how you're setting yourself up for success. So make sure you spend time and do that. Take that inventory, understand your skills, understand your interests, and know what your values are. Now that we've laid the foundation with the self-assessment, let's talk about transferable skills. These are the skills you've developed in your current or past roles that can be applied to a new field. A lot of people trip themselves up here or they get discouraged when they want to pivot, especially if they're going into a new industry. Also, when switching positions in the same industry because they don't feel like they have that experience in that particular industry or area. And while that might be true in some ways, there are things that people bring to the table via the transferable skills, and that's what people need to focus on selling to others as to why they should be given an opportunity in this new area, this new industry, this new field. So let me give you some strategies here to leverage these strengths when you're looking to pivot. First, I want to talk about core competencies. You need to identify your core competencies. These are, again, the skills and abilities that are not industry specific, but can be valuable across various sectors. So some examples of these would be project management, communication, problem solving skills, interfacing with customers is another example. I'll give you another one. So I've worked with a number of clients who have been in business development roles and they wanna do that type of thing in a different industry. So let me put you in their shoes for a minute. So let's say you're in medical device sales and you want to move into a software sales role, not medical software, completely different, different industry, and you have 20 years of sales experience. Well, those skills are absolutely transferable. Even though you haven't done software sales, you know sales, you know about the prospecting, managing the sales cycle and stakeholders, crafting the deal, the contract, structuring the terms of the deal, the negotiations, all of that, those things are transferable skills that you can take from one industry to another. You spent 20 years working on those things, you excel in those things, and you can bring those capabilities to another industry. Here in my example, software sales. So those are things that are very important. 
Now let's look at another example. Let's say you're a process excellence person or a commercial excellence person. Same thing. You pull those transferable skills and those are things that you highlight on your resume when you're networking and talking to people, et cetera. Something that I also tell my clients is you have to think of yourself as the product. See, a lot of people have difficulty talking about themselves, so this helps them with that. So what I tell my clients is think of yourself as the product and your job is to highlight the best features about you that make you desirable to that consumer. In this case, maybe that consumer is the recruiter, a hiring manager, someone you are networking with, and you're letting them know what transferable skills you bring to the table that would be value added to them. So understanding your competencies and seeing the broader applicability and then communicating that is key. That's where a lot of people, they're so narrowly focused in. I worked in this industry, I did this job and they need to step back and look at, okay, I did all of these types of things and developed all of these competencies and skills. And now if I look more broadly, then I can apply those things and bring value in many other domains. And so that's what you have to really look at and then be able to communicate. That leads me to the communication piece. You have to be able to craft a compelling narrative. When making a career pivot, it's essential to articulate how your previous experiences have equipped you with the skills needed in this new field. Now, this is not a quick, simple step. I wanna emphasize that. You really need to hone in on the story and how you're going to position yourself so that people will feel you are the right person for a role. So you've gotta take some time with this. This is something people engage my services for all the time. It's the pulling together the story and helping them to clearly articulate that in person, online, and then also in documents such as your resume. You've got to be able to highlight the relevance of your past roles to this target industry. And one more thing that is important is that need for continual learning so that you are viewed as relevant, in the know, and that you have the right skill set. So as you look at where you're planning to pivot, be honest with yourself and see if you need some additional training. If there are specific skills or knowledge gaps for where you want to go, then you've got to invest time in acquiring them. I mean, this could be using online courses as a way to do it, workshops, or even a certification, but you want to make sure that you've bolstered your qualifications so that you're in the best position to pivot and get that other role. Something that I wrote about in my first book, Move the Ball, was about understanding who is out on the field playing the game with you and or who's out there playing the game too, I should say. And when it comes to your career and moving the ball forward, you need to know who you're competing against. What do other people that might be vying for that role have that you might not have? How do you compete with that? Like you need to think through that. You need to take a hard look at this and be honest with yourself. If there are gaps, then you might need some additional training and and classes and things like that, certifications maybe. But you've got to understand what your competition is bringing to the table and then be able to outsell that in what you bring. I want to step back and go off on a little bit of a tangent here, but it is relevant. I want to give you a quick example about the competition because you really do need to scope out what kind of competition you might have. I work with a lot of executives, coaching them on doing executive level interviews. Some of those clients are interviewing for a higher level role internal to their organization. And in those cases, if they have an idea of who else might be interviewing for that position, well, then I want to know that. So we can take a look at what does your competition bring to the table versus you? And what are the things that you need to emphasize to beat them out? If there is a gap, it's addressing it with your strengths, your transferable skills, what you bring 
to the table. Now, this competition piece, I'm bringing this up. It's not just tied to a career transition or a pivot. You always want to be thinking about the competition and what you can be doing differently to set yourself apart and position your brand as the go-to person and the one that people should be considering for a role. I just shared with you an internal example where someone might have some insight into who is interviewing for that role and who their competition might be. If you don't know that, it's still just taking a look at, okay, what are the other types of people that are going to be trying to get this type of position and how do I beat them out? So that is very important. But again, it's not only when you're immediately looking for a job, you have got to have that competitive mindset always. And you need to be thinking about how are you excelling and being better so that you over the long term are also setting yourself up for that great career. I know I've gone off on this tangent, but I thought it was value add and important to mention. And you really just need to think about you taking charge of your career, making sure that you're driving it, but also looking at as your brand, how are you setting yourself apart from those that you are competing against? You can get more content to help you with this at that Next First Down website that I mentioned earlier. It's in the show notes. So go check out that content because that's going to really help you when it comes to pulling together your story as well as your personal brand. Now, let me get to the last piece that I wanted to cover today. Transitioning to a new career often involves stepping out of your comfort zone, as you might imagine, and that's where effective networking becomes invaluable. You know that I'm big on networking, so yep, I had to bring it up here, and let's talk some strategies for networking specifically during career transitions. First, you got to clarify your goals. This is so important. What is it that you hope to achieve through networking? Whether it's gaining insights into that new industry, identifying potential mentors, or just exploring job opportunities, having clear goals will guide your networking efforts and activities. So know what your goal is with networking. I'm always going to be one to encourage you to get out there and network. I think it's so important. And when it comes to transitioning, just like with anything else, you want to be clear about what your objective is when you're networking with people in that target industry or that target area. Second. Use online platforms for your network. I think this is a no-brainer, but I just had to mention it. Gone are the days where networking is only done by physically showing up to places. I remember those days where you had, and there are still networking events out there. You absolutely should go to those as well. But in today's digital age, don't forget about those online platforms like LinkedIn. They offer tremendous networking opportunities. I can't tell you how many amazing people I've connected with on LinkedIn and other online platforms. So use them to help you connect with people that would be helpful for you as you look to make this transition or this pivot. Now, to do that, first, you want to make sure that you have a great profile optimize it. Remember, this is a representation of you and your brand. So you need to make sure that it looks great. This is also something that I work with my clients on. And in my newsletter that people can join from that Next First Down website, I'm often giving you tips on how to optimize your profile and how to use tools like LinkedIn more effectively. So again, I would go check that out. Now, once you've got your profile looking and feeling amazing, then get out there and network. You've got to put in that work. And don't forget, it's not just about connecting with people individually and things like that, join relevant groups as well as actively participate in discussions that will help you to expand that professional network. 
See, by engaging in these discussions, why I think this is important and a great opportunity is because you're connecting with people through that engagement, through commenting, through posting, and you're also helping to position yourself as someone who is value added to others and who brings some great expertise to the table. That is a great way for people to want to know you and connect with you. So make sure that you're also participating in relevant groups. Lastly, make it a part of your playbook to engage in informational interviews. So what you want to do is reach out to professionals in your target industry. See if they'd be willing to connect and you just want to gather information, pick their brain, so to speak. People love to feel like they are helping someone else out. They enjoy it too when you tell them you want their expertise and their insights. Most people would be happy to get on a call or a Zoom or a Teams and do this with you. And this is also an excellent way for you to gather insights, to build relationships, which is important after all. I mean, that's what networking is about, the relationships. And by doing this, you potentially uncover hidden job opportunities too. So there you have it. That's what I have for you today on how to move the ball when it comes to career transitions and pivots. Remember to work on that self-assessment piece first, identify and leverage those transferable skills, pull together a compelling narrative, this is very important, and then get out there and network. Oh, once again, on the networking piece, if networking isn't your thing, or you want some more guidance on how to be an effective virtual networker, go to that nextfirstdown.com website and there are some short videos on virtual networking so that you can do it like a pro and that will really help you on your journey. All right, everyone, I hope you found this episode valuable. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you did find this useful and you haven't already done so, be sure to hit that follow button so that you know when new episodes release and also share the show with some friends, coworkers, or colleagues who you think might find it valuable. Thanks again and we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you found this episode to be helpful, do me a favor, leave me a review, and also share the show with a few friends too. Next, if you're looking to take your career to that next level, unlocking the path to executive heights and high income opportunities, go to www.thenextfirstdown.com and join the newsletter. This will give you priority access to tips and strategies that will help you accelerate your career today, not tomorrow, not next week, today. As always, I'm here to be in your corner and help you to move the ball. Until next time.